Well, good morning and welcome to the Church Office podcast, a podcast all about church administration, all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. And I am really super excited to have Jenny uh, Herrera with us from Acts 435 today. Special guest, so welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Gavin. Thanks for having me. It's brilliant. And uh, listeners, you may have come across Acts 435, you may not, but I am absolutely thrilled to be able to promote them today. Our church has partnered with them. They are fantastic. So, Jenny, we are excited to have you on. Uh, tell us a bit about your your role. You're the chief executive or executive director, is that right? You're leading this brilliant project. Uh, yes, that's right. I've been there from the beginning. So back in 2009, when it was first developed, they put a little bulletin in uh, St. Michael of Belfry Church in York. Yeah. Not actually my church, but someone there saw it and it said, part-time bookkeeper wanted for new charity. Um, I'd actually just got back from Guatemala, where okay. I'd been a missionary for a few years, and as a chartered accountant, I was looking for a job. So I said, well, um, I'm not quite a bookkeeper, but I do need a job, and my background's charity. So they said, oh, you need to speak to the Archbishop of York. Oh, so right. Dr. <laughs> John Centamu um, had set it all up, so made contact with his wife, and you know, within a couple of years, I had moved up to be the executive director, and I've had the absolute joy and privilege of running it ever since. Yeah, brilliant. I love that. I love that. And um, tell us a little bit about how it started then, because was it was there a passionate businessman behind it? Was it was there? There must have been something that happened to kind of fund it and get it going. Yeah. So Acts four three five was the idea of Julian Richer, so um, entrepreneur and founder of the hi fi chain Richer Sounds. Yeah. But really, he came first of all from a donor perspective. He was this is obviously back in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. Mm. Felt that there was a lot of donor fatigue, so that if someone has ten pound to give, they're really not sure when they give to a lot of charities where that ten pounds going. Yeah. And he felt that there was really a um, a desire in donors to be able to give in a really direct way. Yeah. And then he looked at the church as a ready-made branch network. He's a Christian, and he felt like, well, here's a really good way to connect people in. Yeah. And this was just after the financial crash of 2008. So, you know, here we are again talking about all this. But back then, everyone was talking about the challenges around the recession and uh, people struggling. And he felt like we could bring these two together. But he really wanted the church to front it. He wanted it to be because he said, if I front it, who's going to give money? Uh, if I'm, <laughs> you know, they know I. Could meet those needs so he spoke to uh, John and Margaret Sentamu and they agreed to front it and it was John Sentamu who came up with the name so yeah. Acts 435 from Acts chapter 4 verse 35 yeah. where you have in the early church people coming together and those who had resources gave and it was given to all in need but of course in our nation today we've got a situation where there are churches in very affluent areas churches in very deprived areas and everyone in between. Yeah. So this is a way through the internet to connect people who want to give. And there are many who do. Every day people are coming onto our website to give and all these people who are in need. Yeah, I, I think it's absolutely fantastic. It's, it's a brilliant idea. And um, and it's, it's often the small little gifts and donations and little help-ups that actually make a real difference to people's lives. And um, I want to talk more to you about the stories later on and stuff. So so tell us a bit about it. You, you, you're partnering with, with churches. Tell us how people can get involved in Acts 435. Now, there's a donor point, isn't there, that people can come on and give donations. They can look through where they'd like to give, you know, their small amounts of money or large amounts of money. Um, what's the church side? Because our church administrators, I'm, I'm keen to get them plugged into to what you guys are doing. 
Uh, so we are a free resource. We really see ourselves as serving first and foremost our partner churches. Yeah. We, we, yes, of course, we are helping the individual people in need who find themselves in crisis, need school uniform, need a washing machine, uh, need a bus pass, whatever it might be. But our primary people that we are serving are our local churches around the country who perhaps in the past might have had a pastor's discretionary fund, vicar's discretionary fund. They might, they might have their own fund, but it, it might feel a little bit small and there is a lot of need firstly within their own congregation secondly through different ministries that a church might be running like their food bank like debt centers or of course someone we've had stories where someone just knocks on the door of a church and says i need help yeah and sometimes the church itself doesn't have the budget to provide that support mm. for the specific item they need especially when sometimes people need need cash so someone might come into the food bank because they've got no food but perhaps they've also not even got the money to get back home or yeah. or maybe there's a job interview, but they need a train fare to go and, yeah. and attend that interview. So so what we are really is a free resource for churches to go the extra mile for people in need. Now, the way it works is that each church partners with us directly and they are the ones that post the needs on our website. So if you go on our website, acts435.org.uk, what you see is a long list of stories of people and what they need. So perhaps someone needs a cooker. Why do they need a cooker? Perhaps they've fled domestic violence. They've been rehoused, but they are terribly stressed because they cannot provide good meals for their family. The people who are writing those stories, it's not us. We're a tiny team, four part-timers, mm-hmm. um, but it is the individual churches and charities. They have um, what we call an advocate. And yeah. often the church administrator is a really good person to do that because this is the kind of admin side they need to go on. They get a login. And when they post a request, it goes live onto our website yeah. for people to give to. So they are really presenting onto our website the story of this person that they've met and they'll do it much better than we would anyway donors then crowdfund essentially so a donor might go and give five pound they might go and give ten pound sometimes people give five hundred pound and they give to a few different needs and when that need has been met we send the money to the church bank account and the church is the one that then arranges getting the item which which enables them to reconnect with that person it gives them another chance to just do some more pastoral care alongside uh, alongside that and and give that support i I think i think it's brilliant it's it's a brilliant setup you guys have, have worked a brilliant process and i think it's it's lovely that you stand with us and support us as we you know have got a desire to reach out with the gospel to connect people to meet needs um, to be able to to fund it. I mean, we were amazed. We've we've sort of done two or three items. And I think within about sort of a week, they were fully funded and the money was in our account. We were able to go and bless that family immediately with the item that they need. You know, we then get to see the story, how that kind of continues in our local church, which is lovely. So, you know, they come along on a Sunday or they're connected to a, a midweek group or something. And because the story started with us kind of meeting a need through through partnering with yourselves. Uh, we've seen great fruit in life coming to the church because of it as well, which is... Um, that's, with, that's wonderful. That's uh, what we want to see. You know, we are a Christian charity and and, uh, and we're, we're proud to be so. And we want to see this is God's love in action. Yeah, ultimately. it is. And, and what good is it just to say, as it says in James, what good is it to say, oh, Go well on your way yeah. if we haven't provided for their needs. And and a lot of churches can't. There's a church we work with in Sheffield, which is on a huge housing estate. 
and the actual church only has a congregation of about 10 people. Wow. So, and they want to do something to help, but how could they ever have the budget from their small yeah. congregation? They, you know, their, their budget needs to cover the gas and electricity of their church. Yeah. Uh, so those are the kind of churches we love to be able to resource because we're saying, well, actually, there are lots of people who want to help and we can step in and, and equip you in, in the incredible work that you're doing on the front line. Yeah. And absolutely right. And I, I think that, that one of the, the key messages on the website is that 100% of the donation that people give goes straight to the individuals, isn't it? You guys are funded through different ways, but but actually you you know where you're you're giving, you know to the person, the story, and you know that that's going to make a difference. And, and that that connection is is clever and, and really, uh, to you know, you, you actually get to partner together in a very clear way, don't you? It's, it's lovely. That's the absolute beauty of the model, really. That was that was Julian's idea that gift aid, he, he funded it to start with, funded its setup costs, but once it became self-sustaining in about 2015, the gift aid covers our, our team, our, the credit card charges. So if someone yeah. gives £20, we'll cover that credit card yeah. charge out of our gift aid. The full £20 that you've given to someone's cooker in Swansea will go straight to that cooker. Nothing will be taken off from it. And and praise God, we have had more gift aid than we've needed, which has enabled us to sometimes put extra gift aid into the requests to ensure they keep getting getting met quickly. And we would love to see at the moment our average is nine days, but we would love to see an average of three or four days. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we, we've relied on an organic growth, just yeah. the word spreading. We haven't got a fundraising department or a huge fundraising yeah. budget. So as the word spreads, as new churches come on board, they they spread the word donors come on yeah. board and, and bit by bit we want to just keep reaching more churches yeah. more people yeah absolutely right and, and we've been able to kind of say to our folk in our church look we're posting these stories on if you'd like to give then this is a way that you can do it um and, and a quick way to do it and you can see you know see there are other folk uh, across the country and you guys categorize that don't you in, in, on the website and based on on the different needs so if you if you really have a real sense that you'd like to give to somebody you know uh, to make a difference in a work situation or a kid's situation you know you're able to filter those things and have a look through where you might be drawn to to give you can do it by region as well so if you're looking to to bless a certain area i think um i, I was talking i was looking on there there's only one request in wales so come on, Welsh churches, if you're listening to this, you know, we've, we've got to be doing better than this. We need to be signing up to this. And, it, and like you say, it's, it's free to sign up. You, you have a point person as an advocate. Our advocate in the office is a, somebody who's an administrator. They link with, with the ministry teams. They're able to, to write the stories, to put them up, to do the admin. And it, and it takes five, ten minutes. And you, you get to see results straight away. And it's lovely to log on and go, oh, wow, we've already made 50% of, of the donations already come in and, and we're on a journey. And um, I, I, I just think it's wonderful. So if you're a church and you're thinking, and you've not heard about Acts, 3, uh, Acts 435, let's get this right, um, please check out their website and uh, please please log on and, and partner with them. It's it's free and it's and it enables you to do more ministry and, and to reach more people who are in need. And, and the climate is changing isn't it have you, have you found that, that you've got more requests coming in in the last few months are you anticipating that that's just going to grow and grow yeah i think when the calm before the storm what we did see was at the beginning of the pandemic we almost doubled in size so we right. had been in a situation where we we're receiving about thirty thousand pounds a month of individual donors giving and 
from April 2020, it pretty much doubled to over 60,000 a month. So there really are a lot of people giving, and these are individual people. Yeah. It's unusual that we get sort of a lump sum. It's mainly individual people coming to give. Mm. Uh, it's the summer, and that would usually be a dip for us just because advocates are on holiday, churches are yeah, maybe yeah. stopped by their ministries. But actually, it's still, you know, it's probably about 150 requests being posted on our website a week. But I do anticipate that to increase. Um, and I think, you know, it's obviously been in the news a lot. And each time it is, we see a flurry of donors because they they hear this and they think, OK, I, I am OK with my increased yeah. energy bills. Though there are many donors who are also being squeezed, of course. Yeah. Um, but what can I do? What can I do to help? And, and this is a way... One thing I should mention is that when you give your direct £20 to that cooker in Swansea, you also get a thank you message back. So the, the church advocate or administrator is, again, well-placed for this. They will say when Sheena got her cooker, she was absolutely over the moon. She was just so touched by the kindness of strangers. That goes back to the donor who gave to that need, and they think, my goodness, I, I can see the real impact. And yeah. it's a great way of showing direct giving and the receipt. You know, it's almost like a true receipt isn't it i know the money box what i gave it to and then it encourages them to give again so it's yeah yeah no you're right and and i think people have kind of i guess had to wise up to the fact that sometimes they can give to a charity and and it, and, it, and it it does go to running costs and it doesn't go directly to 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 causes and so i think you know people are looking at that and going where can i give specifically where will it make the most amount of difference and i love the fact that it can be you know as low as five pounds it can be as big as you you want that you you know even in the the means that you have god can still stir our hearts to give um even small amounts that will contribute to to making a difference so um anything else lovely. Yeah, on the practical it's lovely side. the way we connect to stories and and we once did a survey with our donors because I thought, well, the children requests are always going to be met quickest. Why yeah. do I think that? Because I've got two young children and they're the ones that I link into and think, oh, yeah. gosh, I'm buying school uniform now and able to do that. Can I help someone who's struggling? Yeah. But we asked our donors what what needs appeal to you. And as you say, some choose local region. So that's why we have those categories where you can choose by region. Um, some... Perhaps it's where the need's going to really give someone a hand up in life. So maybe they've come out of prison and this is just going to enable them to get a job. Yeah. Things like provisional yeah. driving licenses is quite a good example. So some people are, are link, like to give to that. Some people like to give to debt relief order fees because they know that's releasing a full burden of debt. Yeah. But one donor said, I like to give to the requests that I don't think anyone else will give to. <laughs> Isn't that I wonderful? That. You know, we need those people too. So yeah. I think... We love the variety, and so for any church looking at the needs, thinking, "Oh, but maybe you don't help in that area." No, we love the variety because yeah. if it all, if they all said cooker, 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 or yeah. debt relief order fee, the donors need that variety and different yeah. stories. I know one donor who she likes to give away sort of vet fees, you know, something yeah. to do with 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 pets. So you know, we all like to we all connect with different stories. Yeah absolutely right no it's good it's it's really good and i mean going on to stories i mean we we kind of um before the pandemic set aside a, a sort of fund of money to say right uh we, we went and spoke to some uh, midwives and people working in the community professionals that were working in the community and we said to them right we've got this small amount of money 
make requests from us and we'll try and help in any way that we can. And um, we've just seen, we kind of, we called it Mercy Multiplied and it was just a, an opportunity for us to show mercy in the community, similarly to what you're doing, but on a much smaller scale and a smaller budget. And um, and we, we just found that we were able to, there were situations that were coming up that you wouldn't necessarily have expected that were just helping people to the next stage um, of a job interview or organizing something. I think we helped one lady who uh, was trying to get back into work after having a baby, but needed a medical to enable her to get the job. And it was, she was being charged 80 pounds at a local GP for that. And she didn't, she didn't have the money to do it. So that meant she couldn't do the job. And we hear about it and we go, we, we can do that. We can meet that need. And then you, you pay the 80 pounds and the lady gets a job and she's providing for her family. And, and it's like people don't forget those small bits of kindness that you were just able to help them get to the next stage of where they wanted to get to, where there's not necessarily any funds out there that can help them. They, they're not aware of anywhere they can apply. But, you know, through local church, they were able to do it. And, and essentially, that's what you guys do. And we kind of shifted over to, to you now to do that, to work together and partner. And we were able to do much more now and and and. I love that. So, so that's a story for us that we've just gone, yeah, this is a no brainer. Um, you know, this enhances ministry. It gets to the needs of people. Um, and um, I, I love that. So we can continue to do that, but we can work with you guys on it. Tell me some of your stories. Tell me some of the best, oh, best interactions that you've had that you've just gone, oh, God has been so good in, in all of this. And uh, I would, yeah, first of all, I would just say, yes, Acts 45, you're totally right. It's, it's, we're not a country, we're not a, the answer to UK poverty, but no. it is, it's where things fall through the gaps. And there's just something that that is a blocker like that. Our yeah. 10,000th request, for example, a few years ago now was a similar situation. Someone had got a job, they'd been unemployed for a number yeah. of years, uh, but it, they needed chef whites and their own vegetable peeler in order <laughs> to take up this job. But they've been unemployed for years. They have no spare cash to yeah. buy these things. Uh, and so we were able to help with that and and of course then you are filling that gap and then they're into into a job we've had remember a family we had helped years and years ago with a push chair they were on hard times expecting a baby and a few years later they gave a donation yeah. and they just dropped us yeah. an email and that's it people want they a lot of people hit rough times for a period of time and then afterwards they say to us we just want to be able to give back yeah. Um, and support one story just just shows the kind of connection really uh, between donor and family it was mm. a family in york uh, which is where we're based um so it was a grandmother and she was trying to take her two children her two grandchildren away um there was issues with the parents and, and so she just wanted to take them on their first holiday yeah. uh, camping somewhere and they put a request on for the money for the petrol to be able to yeah. go away a brand new donor couple gave and then they sent me an email and said, actually, we've got a holiday cottage up in Scotland and we've just had a week made available. Is there any way you can get in touch with this person? And can they come up and use the, the, the place? And, you know, we went through our partner, which is a charity, and they made contact with this person and they took up the offer and they drove all the way up to Scotland and met the donors. <laughs> you know, they wanted to come and meet them. They took them pony riding. It was these two girls, their first holiday. And, well, it was just so moving and just shows that the fact tremendous. that donors aren't just, oh, I'll give some money. They actually connect in with the story. Now, yeah. that's a pretty rare situation, but there's been plenty of 
examples where yeah. someone has been helped with something and then then as you say they started coming to church I thought oh, actually you know this this church has heard my need first my physical need yeah and that's it um well I well, a couple ones I the recent ones that we've helped a Ukrainian refugees so we're also able to help in uh, with asylum seekers and those who are coming at the moment in from Ukraine. Uh, this is a story. A Ukrainian refugee who's fled the war, leaving her husband behind in the army. Okay. She requests £70 to buy roller skates and toys for her daughter as they had to leave many favourite items back home when they left Ukraine. Please can you help? And, you know, that's, I think, Acts 45 isn't just about the absolute basic essentials. I don't think we would say roller skates are a basic essential. Yeah. But my goodness, what a difference they've made in this particular family's life. It just gives her something fun to do and yeah. and just as I've said that reality that people care and they want to be able to help yeah. um, be able to to facilitate that uh, another story is someone who uh, needed emergency sur surgery for cancer required eight weeks of chemo and radiotherapy but not in the city they were in so they needed to travel yeah. to this other city well he's self-employed so suddenly couldn't couldn't work yeah. wife off on compassionate leave and of course, they just don't have the extra money for these travel expenses. And, and that's the kind of thing where, where we were able to step in. This is a thank you that they, they wrote. When a life is struck by cancer so unexpectedly, it fills you with panic, worry and stress about what the future will bring and how the family will manage. We've been touched by how many people have reached out to help in our time of need. Words cannot express how much your donation will help and is pre appreciated with the cost of travel to Hull each day. It's shown us love, given us hope, and the strength to fight this disease. Thank you so much for your generosity. Yeah. Sometimes 120 pound might not feel like much, but look at that. You know, yeah. hope is a strength, shows love. It's yeah, it's powerful. It is powerful. Yeah, it, it, and it's just it's 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 being Christ these people, isn't it? Showing God's love, meeting needs, and and blessing people. You know, with, with nothing in return, and and that's just yeah, it, it's it's lovely the story you've probably got thousands of stories and so give give me some brilliant facts because I, I love i love a bit of facts and stuff. how many how many um uh kind of items or, or things have you met so far oh gosh you so, so thousand i was like okay there, there's going to be a number on here somewhere yeah over thirty-five thousand wow. uh, people that we've helped with different with a complete range of items uh you know that's the um that's the incredible thing, really. Over four million pounds gone directly, and I, and I think that's the amazing thing in a in a time where we've had obviously the decade of austerity, we've had the pandemic, we've now got the squeeze uh, on on our living costs. Yet people are continuing to give, it. and some charities have really struggled, but we have seen growth year on year, and over that period of time, four million pounds going directly to specific needs to make a real difference, um, which. Is what it's all about really yeah. um, and, and we just we want to get to a thousand churches we've got about 650 at the moment we'd love to be helping a thousand churches uh yeah. the, the archbishop when he was archbishop always said we need to help a million people a, a month or something you know something <laughs> <A month. crazy. laughs> yeah, but we'd love to be helping a thousand people a month and that would be yeah um, a man of faith there you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Love that. laughs> um, yeah. But, you know god has provided and that has been I think that you know the thing that we've always had to keep in balance is if we have too many requests, then you know they'll start to lag. They'll be on our website for a long time. I think the oldest one at the moment is 15 days, so that's not bad. Um, 
But also if we were to do, if we even if we had a big fundraising budget, if we were to do a big fundraising project and all the donors gave, mm. and the next donors would be like, well, what's this about? There's no live request. So it needs to always keep in balance. And God has been so faithful in providing. Uh, just yesterday, actually, we, having said we rarely get money from foundations, we got £5,000 from the foundation, yeah. which is just brilliant to meet a load of needs. But also, uh, last Wednesday, I sent money. My operations director is on annual leave, so I've been doing the bank transfers. So on Wednesday, I sent a load of money. And Friday, I did the next batch. £9,950 have been wow. given between Wednesday and Friday. So wow. always in touch with these. It's just... Uh, it's humbling, really, to yeah. just see that people come and give that money and trust it to, and, and we just love being able to resource our churches and charities, and we just want to resource more and more because I'm sure they're all seeing yeah. just a lot of need around them. Yeah, it's brilliant, and, and as you say, it's a privilege, and I think as church administrators, although serving behind the scenes, we we get to see those little connections and those those things develop and, and we get to play a part in it. And um, I love that because we, we may not be on the front line of, of kind of ministry and, and connecting with people, you know, directly, um, you know, Ukrainian families or whatever. I know we've started to, to reach out to a number of families in local community, but, but our role is, as administrators is to connect and, and to make these things happen to enable uh, ministry to happen. And so, uh, so if you're a church administrator listening to this, then 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 please, you know, sign up, get it on the agenda to have a chat to your to your leader. There's no cost. There's no obligations. You, you can drop out at any time so that, you know, it, it really is. But I think once you start it, uh, we've just got, found it to be brilliant. The staff are fantastic. Um, it's easy to use. It works. We we've had requests that have been met. We've not been waiting long. We've had the money straight away. We've been able to buy the goods. We've been able to bless people. So it really does, you really do what you say you're going to do. And, and it's brilliant. So, you know, big, big tick box. And, and you know, for me, it's a, it's a privilege to have you on the on the podcast. And I love the fact that we can promote it. And, and I hope our listeners will connect into you. Any final words, any other thoughts before we disappear? I think just uh, our administrator at the moment used to be a church administrator. So talking to her when we interviewed her, you know, she knew all the way that everything works. Yeah. And I did work for my local church for a few months. And the administrator is the cog. They know yeah. everything. They're in the centre of it all. And actually, um, it works really well uh, because they, especially if your church has a number of ministries, it enables them to um to just be that central point where they're hearing about the need, they're typing it up, uh, and then they can sort out the money when it comes in. So they and they they are the one who can just go up to the church leader and say, "Come on, it's really straightforward, no cost. Yeah. Sign the dotted line and yeah. uh, and give it a go." And you know, it's up to you how you manage Acts four three five. So there's very few churches who are heavily advertising it. It's more this is a resource we have as we relate to people. We're able to help. It's probably worth finishing actually with a story while I have been volunteering at my church that uh, we've been running a cafe and just as a place to connect after the pandemic and a gentleman came in and I got chatting to him and he told me that he uh, had a job interview with McDonald's. I think he, he might have had the job but he needed to get some shoes to work at McDonald's and I said oh um Oh, actually, I work for a charity called Acts 45. Oh, yes, I came into the food bank on Monday and they said they'd be able to help me if I didn't get, get any support anywhere else for my shoes. So he said, but I'm going to try and find out. I'm going to see. I'm going to talk to his uh, support worker or someone. And, and I said, OK, well, look, if you don't, 
He said, I'm going to come to church on Sunday. I'm like, right, if you come to church on Sunday and you still haven't, then let us know. And he came and he still hadn't got support. So we were able to help him. And I just thought, you know, the church, once the church knows about it, it was already getting mentioned without me having been there. And, you know, we're able to step in. It's one of those classic ones about providing what they need for a job. But, you know, administrators are are well-placed to know know what's always all is going on and I would also say to churches who aren't particularly doing any ministries we've also had some great stories where a church have used Acts 45 as a catalyst yes to, so they're like well I remember one church in Barnsley very deprived area of Barnsley and they said well we, we know there are people in need but we don't really know who mm. they are well what do you do well we do a toddler group that was the one activity they did so they yeah. did actually put a post drop in the toddler group and someone from the children's centre said oh, can I have a chat to you about this? Because we work with a lot of vulnerable families. And through that, we've helped like, over 400 vulnerable families in Barton through that connection. And the church is there at the centre of it. So it's it's just very flexible, it's Acts 435. And if you've got any questions, if you think, yeah, but there is a barrier, we want to hear it because we want to break down all barriers. We want to be super flexible, super ac- accessible uh, so we can help more people. Yeah, I love that. And I, I think just to finish, you know, people don't forget kindness, do they? They don't forget, you know, the, the help that they receive. And um, and I think that's 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 where the gospel is lovely, isn't it? That it just gives us a gospel opportunity um, because we've met a need and someone doesn't forget it. And, um, and, and that, yeah, like you say, that for me just excites me to think, yeah, whatever size church you are, whatever reach you feel like you've got into the community, actually... You know, this just helps you, backs you up and gives you opportunity to raise funds for people. It gives you the means to be able to start to practically chat to people and care for people in our community. So, so brilliant. So send our best wishes to everyone involved with the team. You're doing a fantastic job. Uh, if you've got any questions that you'd like to send in, if we can help you connect to Jenny and Acts 435, then then please contact us on questions at the, the churchoffice.co.uk. Uh, we're going to be putting this out on socials. It'll be going out to our, our members. Um, yeah, please please take the time to check out the website. Please take the time to uh, become an advocate, to link up and to partner with you guys. Um, thank you so much for taking the time, Jenny, to come on the podcast and tell us all about what you're doing. It's, it's brilliant and, and and, uh, and and well done to you. It's, it is making a difference. Thank you for having me, Gavin. And I do really appreciate your help in, in helping us spread the word and, and get more churches on board, which hopefully they will as a result of this. I hope so. I hope so. Well, brilliant. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for connecting in with us on the Church Office podcast. Please check out our website and there are free documents out there. There are podcasts, there are other videos, training videos and things like that to help you in your role, maybe to give you a bit more confidence or time saving. Uh, It's great to be partnering together as church administrators and we can support and serve one another. So please look at the site and connect with us. All right. Goodbye. And we'll see you on the podcast next time.